Welcome to the Spellcast. Gently send Bernard Barabbas on his way back home for him to report to his barbarian teacher and therefore go into further training in the pit, quote unquote. Um, <laughs> you you are standing in front of bonus. Yes, the the converted tinker shop that has become the uh, or the half tinker shop, half campaign office that is right. Uh, Silver Tooth Tinkers and Silver Tooth Campaign headquarters. People are in and doing stuff? Yes, people are in and doing stuff, working on general weird-looking engineering marvels or uh, engineering uh, monstrosities. Whatever the hell it is. Whatever the hell it is. And filing papers and um, doing sorts of campaign things. Okay. Um, Reviewing polls, etc. So, just walk up to anyone and go, Hey, where's the little man? They point to the very center uh, desk, which is straddling this this very clear demarcation between a dirty, oily floor and a very clean, well, not clean, paper-strewn uh, paper floor. So you can't see the floor. You can't see the floor, yes. But you can see the desk sitting in the middle straddling this uh, blueprints on one side, um, uh, m- mock-ups for, t- for, not t-shirts, mock-ups for tunics, and uh, and and buttons on the other. Did did we talk to Jadenko at the party? Yes. And tell him about what yes. happened at the office. Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, actually, you won't see him at the desk. They point to a back room. If that's the case, thank uh, you for reminding me. Oh, okay. So I I thank whoever it was and go mm-hmm. to the back room. The door is shut. Shaving a haircut. Shaving a haircut. <laughs> Uh, you hear on the other side of the door, Yes, what business do you have? Um, yeah, hi, it's Ron. And, um... The door immediately opens up (laughs) on the end, um, and you can see Wayland standing there. You can see a little, oh god, a little goblin standing at one podium. He is, uh, wearing a, on a rope and a wooden sign... Around his around his neck, with like a paper, a a, a hat top hat formed out of paper, uh, and it's painted to look gold. Uh, on the wooden sign is painted the words um, "damp nut." Okay. And at another podium, you see you see Jadankled Silvertooth in his standard three piece suit and top hat. Okay. I hope I'm not 
interrupting anything too serious. We are merely re-strategizing the debate. Oh no, you're not, you're not missing anything. You're doing fine. Come on in, Rod. Come on in, come on in. Maybe you can, uh, you can help us out with the further, with what sort of things they might have learned, uh, to, to, you know, sort of try and get an underhanded upper hand, as it were. Right. Um, what have you got so far? <clears throat> well, um, I, 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 I think I'm good. Uh, with answers concerning, you know, re- redistributing my answers concerning, you know, economical fears and, you know, I, I, I and, and like business prospects. I got this great idea to start to start an airborne travel hub here in Baldur's Gate. Air- airborne travel. Yeah, it, you know, balloons. If you fill a balloon with hot air, it floats, right? Yeah, yeah, and it can go places if you make it go places with like the wind and things, and that's kind of slow. But if you put like say uh, something that makes it go faster right behind the ship, right? Something you know, explosions make things go faster, uh-huh. right? So if you put like a controlled explosion behind the ship with or without the balloon. It can make it go places in enough timely fashion to where people will pay for it to get to one city to another quicker than they would if they would just take a boat or a little balloon ship or a traveling on a horse. And I think it's a it's the future. Hold on. Without a balloon? We are working on the on the sort of dynamic aerospace technological innovations. That will make this possible. Cause that just sounds like a cannon. Shit, Waylon, how else am I gonna wait this? <laughs> the, uh, that, that, I would recommend using the original, and he gives you a pointed look, Rod. The original wording as I have described to you, because that is less liable on customers and citizenry. Okay, just so we're on the same page that, that that's what we're doing and it's not some other kind of proprietary thing that you're just not explaining well. Yes. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, since 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 uh, now I know that's where that's where uh, the research is headed, um, I can I can see what else uh, what other options that aren't maybe so um, uh, risk-conforming uh, might be uh, 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 possible. But um, more, I was more asking about what you believe the... Uh, he's, he's not the incumbent. Uh, the um, the Wet Pickles uh, uh, <laughs> platform is going to be, like what his talking points are and what his rebuttals to your uh, platform might uh, be. You see, you see Jadankle writing down and mouthing the words wet pickles on like a notepad <laughs> at its little podium. Wet pickles, that's pretty good. That's pretty fucking good. That's pretty hilarious. You fucking hate that. <laughs> and he's and he says, yeah, I mean, I, I, well, it's been kind of hot. They've been pretty cagey about, you know, my, my agents are, are everywhere trying to get trying to get away in, but for, for some reason it just seems like every t- everywhere we turn we've been turned away or or you know we just haven't been getting the right answers and we don't know what to do so just nothing yeah uh, not even 
not even what the people on the street seem to think that he stands for or anything like that. We well, we keep hearing different things that they think he stands for. Like it's kind of like they've been hearing different things. Then then it's like been they've been feed, been fed really catered um, messages and and um, and really catered. Um, Platforms that they care about instead of like an overall platform that he really stands for. Did you talk to his right hand person? I did, but I was leading into that. <laughs> I figured that's where you were going. I was just letting you do <laughs> Letting the wind fill your sails or the explosion push your whatever it is. Skybox! Because that's all it is! Without... He didn't mention wings! No, he hasn't mentioned wings yet. So it's just like turning a cannon towards the ground and hoping it goes to space or somewhere today. Um, but yeah. so I, I did actually um, get to talk to somebody and got something that sounds like answers. Oh, do tell, do tell, do tell. Um, because anything is better than the shit we've been hearing. Uh, Taltana's a real piece of work. Did you know that? Yeah! <laughs> She's pretty tall. <laughs> Even for a goblin to comment on how tall someone is. She's pretty tall. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, no, we, we sat down and uh, supposedly I was supposed to talk to the small man himself, mm-hmm. but um, I, I, I honestly couldn't get that far. It, what happened? She, we, we had a, we had a, I, I can't call it a long talk, but we had a very insightful talk about the kinds of uh, campaign promises that uh, Mr. Um, Mr. Waterlogged Wimbledon. <laughs> Waterlogged Wimbledon. I'll take it. Uh, Wimbledon is... Wow, that is, uh, that is an innuendo. You're racket and balls. Okay. Wow. Um, that uh, he was making to foreign interests. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... His plan, and this just got my jimmies real bad, which is why I couldn't stick around to talk to the actual guy. Um, his plan is to take the guild system into government, it, to essentially, I, I, I don't even have words for it, like commandeer the guild system as it is, because it, it currently exists as a private entity for private individuals to do the fucking mm-hmm. thing. And, uh, like do good works here and there, and they want to incorporate the manpower and uh, firepower of guilds mm-hmm. uh, into the city's economy by hiring out it out to foreign agents. That actually sounds that makes a lot of sense. Why she would push this on him? Probably it was her idea. I would bet you. I mean, you know she's Menzo Baranzan royalty, right? Knew it. Knew it. Rob knows what that means, right? Yes, he does. Men- Menzo Baranzan uh, is the city of the drow in uh, the Underdark. It is the capital city of the drow in the Underdark. She's a princess or something. Or probably, maybe, not saying it's true, a queen or a head of some matriarch of some house. No! 
No, I did not know that, he says with, like, the most uh, manic smile he can manage. Yeah, no, my, 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 my agents, he says as he taps the side of one side of his, his goblin nose, uh-huh. uh, have been keeping tabs on, uh, okay. on old salty peanuts over there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Salty peanuts in an RC cola. Salty peanuts in an RC cola, <laughs> flavored with Cheeto dust. Uh, okay. Uh, um, how, how long have have we known about uh, her uh, saltiness? Well, her salinity, generally speaking, oh has been uh, uh, surveilled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I used a big word there, Waylon. Yes. Alliteration, yes. yeah. Gotha. Gotha. Has Gotha. been surveilled for, uh, since her, the beginning of her employment. And, yeah. and I will say, uh, many loyal agents were very uh, uh, dignified, dignified casualties in, in undergoing the... Uh, it's okay. You'll 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 bless you. Um, <laughs> undergoing the uh, the uh, reconnaissance, the reconnoitering, as it were, in the underdark to understand that the uh, drow have a similar have employed a similar system uh, in order to. Uh, with the general houses and groups of slavers, as it were, mm-hmm. because they are prevalent in that industry, and have utilized this sort of grouping up mm-hmm. underneath the umbrella of a governmental organization is to better make it more profitable. Okay. So, I take it we've known about... Um her origins and affiliations for something on the order of months at the very end. Yeah, yeah, I just had to remember to make Jadenko more shrill, because that's how he is. Um, point of order. Yeah! No, no, point of order. Order points. You got one. Was it Wayland who told me to definitely go talk to the lady and them? I'm pretty sure it was him. Yep. I'm gonna give Wayland a very pointed look. (laughs) You learned a lot, didn't you? I did! And you're sharing what you learned with us, aren't you? Do you do you always find that you continue your business relationships after entering into partnerships without fully disclosing to your partners the risks? I always find that someone who goes after something they perceive that they want does so full tilt if they know not what it is they might be up against or let us say, have the utmost confidence in themselves. Is he throwing shade right now? Yes! Yeah, he's throwing shade. (laughs) (laughs) Because this is not a case of I wanted. I had to be convinced to to talk to this lady. Yes, yes, and you were. Uh, Not with with her her beauty notwithstanding. (laughs) Oh, can we cut to someone else? To something and else? we jump to roll a 1d4. 1 to 2 is going to be Connell and the kids. 3 to 4 is going to be Hal and the church. 3. Alright. 3 to 4. Hal. 
motherfucker. You stand across the street, <laughs> looking at the Church of Tear, and the bells are ringing, tolling in for the morning service. You can see filing in, in normal clothes, not eyes of tear garb and bullshit, or in, and sometimes fine clothes, depending on their class, sometimes even through a different door. Uh, the uh, prospective, uh, uh, prospective onlookers of the service and attendees. You can see a representative of Tyr wielding, uh, wielding scales in one hand and an aspergillum. Uh, in case you don't know what aspergillum is, it's essentially a tool that has holy water in it. It's basically like a baby rattle, but you shake it and like water fling, holy water fling, fillings out. It's like, it's like you're just, it's like a salt shaker, but whereas the salt is holy water and the meat is the sinner who is coming to, yeah, to be in the church. Yes, exactly. So, um, a little bit of seasoning. You know? A little bit, exactly. Um, and the aspergillum is in the shape of a mace. Um, so it's kind of symbolic of tear as well, the hammer, right? So um, they're just kind of like baptizing kind of each person as they come in with a little holy water, sort of blessing them. Uh, but they are dressed in standard robes. They're not dressed in anything remotely close to the radical organization that you see. And what, what would be the proper way to address them? Like father, mother, brother, sister? Mm. Here, being a god of justice, I would let's use the word guardian. Guardian. I think that works. Sure. Yeah, I think that's fair, and that I don't care if that's canon or not. I like it. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Changes from week to week. Changes from week to week. <laughs> yes. Let's do it. They fell here also, or were you not going to church? No, nothing. Okay. She's coming to church. Well, shall we? Yes. Okay. You, you, get in, in line. Yeah. you get in line. There's it. It take. Are you? Are you? Um, are you disguised or anything? No, no, no. I am okay. straight up coming as. Oh, you are. Oh, you, oh. yeah. Yeah, I you get in line. The person, the person in front of you is is has like a rough around his neck, you know, the, the, the William Shakespeare collar-looking deal, Elizabethan collar. Can I uh, sell anything from their dress or their jewelry, any, their, their manner, what their station is? Oh, noble. Noble? Okay. Yeah, or, or at least patriarch, at least some sort of high-level uh, high merchant or something. Their pants are like, they, their pants are so thick it makes their, their thighs look like pumpkins, you know? Um, like the big pantaloons, not necessarily MC Hammer pants, but the similar nature. The they are very mm, Puritan. With here's a good image. Uh, you know Ratcliffe from uh, Pocahontas, the movie Pocahontas. Yes. The, purple, the purple outfit. There you go. Except more skinny. So more skinny. Are we talking like landed nobility or new money nobility? We're gonna say new money nobility. You can tell. I mean, by the way they dress, probably. Probably. Depends mm -hmm. on what fads they, they follow. It, it depends on how the fads it, work. It, it would yeah, it, it would depend on if there are like strict rules about, you know, like certain nobility can only wear these kinds of colors or Oh, you're talking about like very Roman style sort of like only the Emperor can wear purple sort of. More deal. more like medieval, like Oh you know, I see. Uh, this this particular like yellow is only for 
the uh, you know the upper class uh, that kind of thing. Um, I don't think how that... free is the fashion quarter. Right. The, the the fashion quarter is free. I would say you can tell old money from new money by how new the clothes look, but how old the style is. I see. And as opposed to how new the style is and how new the clothes are. Okay. So there you go. Uh, so old style new clothes would definitely be the old money. And new style new clothes, which is what this is, would definitely be the new money. Wait, so the old dudes don't get new clothes? They do they get new clothes, but in the old style. And if they're old style old clothes, then... then they're probably bankrupt. <laughs> Old, so how, old, not money. How's this guy reacting? Wait, how are you dressed? Yes. Um, so the real question. <laughs> so Hal's family, uh-huh. like his father was, was landed nobility, mm-hmm. right? Okay. But that came through his adventures. Yes, so that's probably right. uh, on the order of new money. Yeah, it, it, yeah, on the order of new money. But well, I see. I imagine they probably have more like um, older style proclivities. Mm-hmm. Okay. His adventuring outfit was not unlike that of a Landschnecht. A what? A German Landschnecht. A what? <laughs> so, Landschnecht are interesting in in sort of military mercenary uh, history because they they were they almost dressed uh, with the uh, eclecticism of harlequins. That is actually perfect because that's kind of what I was imagining. Something yeah. kind of Black and yellow with kind of diamond patterned, yeah. Like that, uh, so with with the blades kind of you know sticking out, mm-hmm. sort of um, the pattern kind of made to follow his blade pattern, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, maybe like a half cape or something, you know, going over the back of one shoulder. Um, maybe this one's not a cape of mending, is it? No, no. God damn it! Uh, but also would likewise have like you know metal. Mm-hmm spots for the, the blades mm-hmm. to go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, and probably also like a, a, a rough, but like a smaller one, not like ostentatious, yeah, but yeah. a little bit more, you know. Cool. So how, how's this guy reacting? He has a cane of the perfect height, comes so where his hand rests right at his hip. Um, so the cane was tailor-made for him. He didn't just pick it up. Rolling it around in the palm of his hand, and then you can notice as soon as you walk up, there is a sort of cedar wood smell uh, coming from him. He's wearing some sort of cologne of of some nature, and very tasty. Yeah, yeah. Roll me inside. Roll me inside. Oh Jesus! Uh, that would be an eighteen. Oh. In the in the midst of those odors, <laughs> that is what. <laughs> in the midst of those odors that you're that you're that you're sniffing. Something familiar hits your nose, and it's slightly musky, but also slightly, it's weird. It's a mix of musk and clean scent, and it was weird and noticeable because you remembered smelling this while you are performing alchemical tests on the goop. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he's obviously has a morning face routine, um, and it involves evil goop, which is great. Not not all morning face routines involve <sighs> evil goop. Uh, I'll contrary. <laughs> so um, can, can I, uh, am I at this distance from him, and am I able to speak to Theothel outside of, like, will you are one foot behind him. 
Okay. Uh-huh. Yep. At this point, yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'll kind of look to Thayathel, glance over to her, you know, give a wink, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like hopefully when, at a moment when she's not looking, and mm-hmm. then. Is there something in your eye? Uh, no, actually, uh, but I was wondering, uh, have you picked up any more of that wonderful, wonderful uh, beauty product from the wide? Because I've run out. Oh. oh, you mean, oh, you mean, yes, the, the, the wonderful facial look. You see him turn around, and he looks at you, and, like, he's powdered his face so heavily, so you cannot even tell that all the blood has rushed away from his face. Why, yes, that's exactly the one I was thinking of. I... I I understand that it's very, very, very good. He, he very less obvious. He very obviously cuts in front of the person in front of him, just without without saying a fucking. Or turns around okay. and just does that. And the person's like, "Hey, I didn't mean." So hey, what are you doing? Then I'll turn back to Thethal and so, so that he can still hear me. Like, although I have heard rumors about side effects. Yes, no good ones. He, he, you see, you can't see his face anymore. He's in front of the the person who who's given up. Uh, arguing with the with the noble, the obvious noble, you see his hand, his fingers sort of grip the the handle of the cane very tightly, and you can even hear the sort of the sound of the wood sort of giving. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I understand. Uh, I heard somewhere that with prolonged use, it might even produce a scaly texture. Scaly is that? Have you heard that? He yes, sees it, you see it drill into the <laughs> sand, into the cobbles, and you hear the scraping. And then he walks uh, purposefully forward to the to the to the guardian who is who is wielding the scales and doing the aspergillum and sends him on his way in. Okay. So. <laughs> Alright. Um, just you know. Wait until mm-hmm. we re, you know, get up there. How does the priest respond? The guardian, the the guardian, whose whose eyes are downcast. He he start, he begins the aspergillum down at the feet, and then he slowly just you see him slowly stop shaking it, and then he stops shaking. and looks you in the face. I, I I'll you know bow in deference and you know and thank thank you, Brigham. He says thank nothing. You, <laughs> you see him like. Take the take the the aspergillum aside and kind of like 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 <laughs> take it up to his ear and like shake it a little bit, see if he check how much holy water is in it, and then he like sort of sort of unscrews it a little bit and like pours a fair amount on top of your head and screws it back on <laughs> oh, to the I top. I don't really think that's necessary, but I do appreciate the additional uh, uh, consideration. I'm just taking precautions. Oh well, thank you. And I'll walk in. <laughs> he walks in. And he's, he's still watching Halexin, you notice, Theothel, as he sort of, like, douses you with holy water. And he, in his, in his lack of paying attention, he, like, shakes it into your eyes a few times. I scream. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Is everything all right? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. She's just extra blessed. Oh. Got holy water on my dress. Do you know how old this dress is? I, I, I... It's older than you! Well, now it's old and old. <laughs> it's older than your grandfather! <laughs> he, sort of, he, he sort of shirks away and just continues blessing the other people as they enter. Um, My eye! <laughs> they're actually quite friendly here. The... Speak for yourself! 
<laughs> oh, why I sounded like what's her face from Frasier? I don't fucking care. It's great. It's fucking perfect. Uh, what? What? Um. Uh, whatever her name is. Uh, not Diane. <laughs> Moon Daphne. 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 Daphne Moon. Mister Craig. Doctor Craig. Um. Are there any? I've had a vision. Oh my god. <laughs> Daphne. Okay. I'm changing my character sheet. I'm just- Okay. Her name is Daphne now, and fucking, she's stupid. Fucking Christ. Is that, is that what they, they she's from Manchester. 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 It, it, her name translates to Daphne and Cup. Yes, yes, it yes. does. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so are there what any... What was the other last name? Galanadrin. <laughs> Daphne. I, I remember the last name. I can oh, never remember the first name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are there any pews or anywhere that we can sit? Or oh, are they all filled up? No, they are not all filled up. There are definitely uh, some open seats in the back. There's a lot of people in the front. Um, you find that churches where people are eager to seem more holy uh, will fill up front to back, uh, and it sort of... I will try to get as forward as I can. Mm-hmm. I, s- I stumble into the very last, the first pew. Holding <laughs> <laughs> my eyes. I do, I do not see this, mm-hmm. so but you're just going to get to wherever I go. I'm like, they You see her in the back. She's, she do you mind me crafting this? She has taken a hymnal and sort of ripped out a page and is now like drawing I'm gonna wave to her, you know, like give her a thumbs up and then sit down. <laughs> like squinting. Hello. Enjoy the service. Waving the hymnal <laughs> page, <laughs> the Bible page. Oh my god. <laughs> I wonder what a hymnal to hear would sound like a war chant or something. Oh my fucking Christ! <gasps> something that's actually relevant. Oh my fucking Christ. Wait a minute. I'm going to take a second to look at this. Yeah, give time. I'm sorry, Gerald. I know we're going to get to you soon. Well, you're good. Yes. So you you find a few about four rows from the front. Yeah, it's not bad. Um you're you're a little early, I I think. Okay. Um, the service doesn't start for another fifteen minutes. It gives time for those who wish to mingle before the service, and those fifteen minutes pass relatively easily. I assume nobody wants to mingle with me. <laughs> no one wants to mingle with you. In the people who don't aren't mingling with you are who might want to mingle with you on any other occasion are not mingling with you because there are those inside of the church who definitely don't want to mingle with you for the specific prejudice reason and they don't want they are too insecure to break that and feel out of place so i'm going to test their um the the, the boundaries of their like religious affectation mm-hmm. so uh, Whoever's sitting next to me, you know, I'll make, I'll tr- attempt to make small talk with them, you know, asking them if they know what the service will be about today, you know, if uh, they know the the particular uh, preacher and if they know his style, if they they like his sermons, that kind of thing. The answers you get are that his style is the person you're speaking to. Uh, one did not expect you to speak to them. Um, they reply 
nicely. Um, they are. They talk about how the preacher is very fiery and very full of righteous purpose. Believes that the preacher really has the gift. Really gets you fired up for tear. Uh, so and, and and at the end she says, and it will be really good for you. Well, I look quite forward to it. He sounds like a wonderful preacher. This looks like a lovely congregation. Bless your heart. Oh, bless your heart. <laughs> she ends it with. Um, which goes right over Hell's head. Right over Hell's That's fine. That's perfectly fine. So the sermon begins. And parting curtains uh, from the holiest of holies. Uh, are these two, um, I wouldn't call them altar boys, I would call them more altar men. Okay. Um, just two, I guess, uh, not deacons really, but more, but more like they are part of the clergy and they are parting the curtains and out steps in robes that signify uh, he is of more importance. Um, this shorter figure is a dwarf. With the with red hair that is tied uh, in by 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 hair bracelets and brackets at multiple points, all of which you can see from even where you're sitting, they look the metal like the metal is made of some magically pure white metal inlaid with gold, and they're bracketed, and on each of them is the. On like uh, how am I saying? Interspersed on one bracelet is the hammer. On another bracelet, it's a scales. On another bracelet, it's an eye. On another bracelet, it's a hammer. On another bracelet, it's scales, etc. So it follows all the way down his his makeshift, I guess, dreadlocks. I mm-hmm. guess I would say, and so too is his beard. Except his beard is threaded through this large metal. Uh, as if cut out of gold, the symbol of tear. It, it, it is like an outline of a hammer, scales, and an eye, right? Uh, and it's braided through this. So it's as if his whole beard is a necklace. It's, it's interesting. A, yeah, it's, it's, it's a very it's interesting very cool. sort of uh, beard ornament that he's wearing. You can see these long golden links that are serving that are like dra- drafted over his shoulders as opposed to a clothy sort of um, mantle that he wears um, those are made of gold and at the end you can see two bowls for scales right um, he walks out wielding a mace right and in the other hand it is a golden sphere a sensor of sorts that is engraved to look like an eyeball so he walks out. He sets the eyeball in the hands of one of the of one of the assistants, and the mace on a pillow. Well, they're on pillows, I should say. On the pillow held by one of the assistants, and the mace on another pillow held by the other assistants. And he walks up to a podium and he opens this large tome. And this is the doctrine of Tear. You have, um, you have, what your father had one of these in his house, and it was. It was rather large and lengthy, and you may or may not have read all of it. That's not for me to decide. I probably read part of it, but since I don't think I have, yeah, I don't have the religion skill. I probably, you know, like I would have read it as as a young child. Probably, you know, it was read to me, and then I would read a little bit, and then just 
it was stopped when mm-hmm. I stopped really being interested. In yeah. Fair. So, does anybody at all within our assorted like associates have religion? So. Uh, We're a bunch of heathens. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are. Do I? I don't know. I don't think I do. Religion is one of those like, unless you're in a setting that is high religion, high gods and stuff. Like, no one ever takes it. <clears throat> right. Unless it's of great importance and the investigations you're dealing with. Have or to if you're committed to the RP, but who is? <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't even think Roland has religion. He's a fucking paladin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Most of what Hal knows about the religion probably would have been, come through just like family services because he never like really went to church. Yeah. But I'm sure the the household would have had like a chapel or something. Um, yeah. Maybe not. Like I, I, if I recall, I don't think his father was extremely religious, but his mother would probably have been the more religious one. Mm-hmm. So. No, that's fair. That's fair. He greets the congregation. Uh, make me an insight check. Nope. Two. Uh, Theothel makes me an insight check. Oh, yeah. Am I rolling at disadvantage because I'm fucking blind? If you so wish, yes. You may roll twice and take the lower. Was that nine? That's nine. Uh-huh. Roll lower. Oh, God. You did. You rolled a seven. Yep. That's fine. You can take inspiration for imposing disadvantage on yourself. <laughs> Wait, is that a fucking thing? No. Yay. <laughs> no, it is, but it like, is good role now. play. Good role play. <laughs> it is, actually. Did I spend my inspiration? Why do I have inspiration? I don't know. It's yeah. actually burning my eyes. Right? <laughs> Fair enough. Like, quite heavily. Oh, Stop being curious because of water. <laughs> There's, there's some toxic heavy metal. There was some moment in the talk with the He filled it up in the back. We're going to get hepatitis. <laughs> My eye. I'm going to have a septic eye. <laughs> Start speaking Irish. Don't forget those, those phrases and words you just said. Don't forget them. Um, Excuse me? Excuse me, what? <laughs> septic eye sewers. Yeah. Oh, fuck me. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm the pretty one, okay? <laughs> Why do things that? If you were a paladin, you'd have immunity to disease by now. I'm an elf. <laughs> <laughs> Where were we? Yes. You don't even have to take religion. So I have elf care. <laughs> That's fair. I'm You're covered. Done. You're covered. I'm covered for the next 200 years. You're good. Uh, so, um, until your age 200, not until your age 270. Alright, for the next how old am I? Sixty something. Yes. Years. <laughs> is that is that on your parents' plan? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Sucks. Um, so Theodon's on the same plan, so like, you know, it's all good. Uh, anywho, um where was it? I'm sorry, Theodon? My twin. Theodon, her twin. Oh. We, so we had a um uh, an insight check that mm-hmm. we both blew. You both blew. Yes. Um, I can't fucking he, see. He he has surveilled the entire congregation and has met the eyes of everyone, including you, and seems to carry on as if just it's a normal day. Um, he talks about the various plights uh, and things attacking uh, the holy people of Baldur's Gate and of followers of Tyr around the world and how a great darkness is encroaching upon them and they are the last bastions of, of righteousness that must take a stand against these things. 
Um, there are people, he talks of those who wish to take away religious freedoms and religious rights and how um, we must stand uh, peacefully against that and if it, if it, even if it comes to it, we must take a stand for what we believe in, even for our very own lives, because that's what Tyr would stand for, justice in the face of tyranny, in the face of evil, in the face of the very devils which, which assault us these, in these days and times. Uh, and we must stand sol solidarity in unity to become one to become like brothers and sisters of one great family, and that the scales will be beautiful when they are weighed in our favor. That the scales will be beautiful when we wear them with pride. So throw on your tabards and open up your hymnals to page 396, and we will sing, Our Tear is an Awesome Tear He Is. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm going to have a wonderful time doing this. And there's a song, and there's an organ player, and there's music. And cut to Connell! Thank God. <laughs> Thank Tear, you mean. Thank a God. Thank a God. Yes. And, and currently, mm -hmm. you are in the middle of your pre-workout yoga session with the kids. Uh, they have laid out these straw mats, and they are going through these various complicated poses and things that you have imposed upon them, and that is just me making up a place to start from. You may take it, or you may say what you're doing from the very beginning. I don't care. Because you always got to be limber when you're doing this stuff. <laughs> are you still disguised as Ron? Yes. Ron? There is one smart cookie who is in the back. Who, who's Do we know that on, one, or just... You don't know that one. Okay. Who's caught on to your bullshit, but is going along with it. <laughs> for the sake of not getting a bad grade. <laughs> do, do I realize this? Yes. Yes, so because, like, because, because at a bathroom break, he came up with a little piece of parchment, and you unfolded it, and it said, I know. <laughs> I know. Did it not Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's like, after class, you know, you just kind of take him aside and, like, everyone leaves and you just, like, slam him against the floor. Where's my father? Where's my father? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> You've already marked in your grade book that you have extra points. Carl has a grade book? You have a grade book? Oh, yeah. He does now. He does now. Ron doesn't have a great book. Well, too. Oh, then there you That's go. That's how he caught on. That's how he caught on. Ron never takes it's fucking It's like, why do you have fucking seconds? <laughs> I figured historian. He has the... Ron opens up his door Those thunderstones at us. What's this guy doing? <laughs> <laughs> we usually just play Thunderball. <laughs> oh, no one gets hurt. <laughs> no one does get hurt. That's true. Unless they get knocked off a ten foot ledge or something. I mean you're playing indoors. Is it is it does it start at ten feet? Ten feet. Uh, it does. It starts okay. at ten feet. So technically you cannot get hurt if you fall from nine point nine feet. One that two. <laughs> if you get thunderstone into a wall, it also doesn't hurt. Yes. <laughs> Fair. Fair. <laughs> It's like that one old vine of a kid, of a kid just like running inside the <laughs> 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 into the lockers. Oh god. god. 
Remember the locker vines where they would like kick off one side of the lockers and like s- like slide on the floor and travel down the hallway? Mm-hmm. Fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. So, so Connell's stretching with kids. I'm stretching with kids. <laughs> I, I know every time like you know I'm doing like a different pose and I'm trying to make it more and more complex and then I'm like slowly like looking over at that kid with like a smile like just looking to see if he's gonna do it or not. He puts up one tiny little fucking middle finger. <laughs> one tiny ass. How old is the kid? Probably. 11. I'm also mad that like I would not have I, the kid would have just behaved if I if I was actually there. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> we did not know about this kid. We learned something good. He was probably, <laughs> he was probably like dreamed of being an artificer, and this was his one fucking chance. And he is such high intelligence that he can see through your bullshit. And he is so disappointed and angry that you are not who you say you are. He, he sounds like a wonderful protege. Can can yeah. we Can we have can we have an honors program and super happy fun? Why not? <laughs> Fucking it, it, The world is what you make it. Or I tell you what, like when he came up to me, right, and he gave me the paper that said I know, I uh, I was like, well, how'd you know? And he told me how he knew, and that he was a big fan. And I was like, all right, well, if you keep this a secret, I'll introduce you. Mm-hmm. He's still why. mad as hell. But he's, he's going, going along with things. Yeah, he's going along with things. He wants one. to meet Ron. That's a good. Doesn't one. quite know if he can trust no, you. No, no, no. Give him, give him something. Give, give him like, like for the next leg of class. Give him like a. Like, let him lead, or, like, give him something to be in on besides the fact that he's salty about the fact that you're not me. <laughs> Excellent. Right. So like, chaos! Right. Misbehave. Like, misbehave. I'm really good with this bow. <laughs> Fucking love it. So, what else do you do with can this Can he blast? fire the bow? I can. Can the kid? <laughs> like, is the weapon specific to me? Do you let him try to fire your bow? For this next one, I need a Yes! Yes! <laughs> More information. More data. Amberly puts up no, hands. No, while while like while he's like picking up like you know flipping me off, I'll be like, you there in the back. <laughs> <laughs> he just lifts it up higher. Yes, you with the finger. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you with the hand raising. <laughs> He comes up to the front. Yes, yes, yes. What the fuck do you want me to do? <laughs> what the fuck do you want? This is this is an adventuring class, right? Sure. Well, you need to learn how to fire a bow at something. Right? Oh my god. Fine. Here, let's see what you got. He tries to pick up the bow. His hand passes right through it. I'm just staring at the bow. <laughs> <laughs> and he just hold it over him. What, what is the class he, doing? He hand the class is like <gasps> the class. Is, he hand he holds out his hands. He looks up at you expectantly, but also knows that you're full of bullshit. <laughs> he holds out his hands. What do you do? <laughs> Drop the bow. The pope passes through his hands <laughs> as if it was a aerial. I pick it up. <laughs> Which brings me to my next point, class. <laughs> You never know what's going to happen in adventuring. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking can't. I fucking can't. You got to be prepared for everything. (laughs) 
see him with his hands outstretched. He pulls back three of them <laughs> and just flips you off. And he and he just fucking angrily steam rising from Does the top of his name? head. Reginald. <laughs> Is he a fire Nazi? Um. Yeah. Fuck it. Reggie. Reggie. The fire Nazi. Literal steam. Literal steam. Thank you for your help, Reggie. You were excellent. A pair of wrought iron glasses. <laughs> excellent. I don't know. Do you guys have any questions? One one little pigtail tail girl raises her hand. She she has like a wooden shield and a wooden sword and like a little tabard with like with like a butterfly on it. Aww. Mm-hmm. She raises her hand. It's very soft. Yes, you there. Uh- if you could give us a number, how many, um, I, I always wanted to know, uh, what, how many people, uh, uh, die on an adventure that you're on, on, on averages? Well, that's a hard question to answer. Mortality is a very, uh, Oh, no, this touchy is a subject. <laughs> no, 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 he's stalling. Can, 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 can Carl count? <laughs> yes, but he's not going to. Oh, 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 oh. I have a question. Yes, you. If a hope, if a, if a holder, a, a beholder blinks, which I would it blink with first? <laughs> What's a beholder? I whisper to like the guy in the original next to me. The original. I don't know. But why don't you tell them what a beholder is? Because I don't know. Man, I guess you're just some shit creep without a paddle. <laughs> He's a literal sound part for Oh shit. Well, that depends on the type of personality the beholder has. Behold, there is your answer. <laughs> Any other questions? <laughs> yes. Uh, I got a question about. Um, I cast silence. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps talking, and everyone's like, I can't hear. Like all the kids, like can't hear him. And then he finishes his question, and he stares at you. After he stares at me for a while, I, you know. I take, you know, I start concentrating, and I'm just like, all right, good. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> didn't ask him a question. You didn't like, ask a question. Like, like, do they really, literally rip your scalp off, or do they, like, put a straw in there and suck it out? <laughs> Did anybody else hear a question? All the, all the other kids. Why are you gaslighting them? children? <laughs> Wait, why is this child so much older than the rest of them? And it was held back. Fucking oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nicky over here. Why? Zeke had a hard time. Why Zeke. are you 
Why okay, are so you gaslighting the, the Charlie Sheen of this breakfast club? I, we definitely found the next generation of, of the helmet cloak right here. Holy shit. It's a magnet guild. It's a magnet guild. I call over Reggie. Mm-hmm. Reggie. Reggie. And then like I just like I, I huddle in a corner. I'm like, listen, I know you don't like me, kid, but now what? What do we do? What do you guys want to learn about? Look, a lot of the kids. I'll be honest. A lot of the kids like combat training. Oh, that's but I'm not a big fan. No, Blake. No, it's great. Okay. And I shoot it in the air. It makes a loud thunderous blast. All the kids cry and like hold their hands to their ears. I swear to God, the city watch and is like, gonna show up. You and like, and, and like one of the one of the parents bursts in the door and see like some of the kids. What is you're holding a bow. You're holding a bow. One of the kids is like trying to like find bits of cloth to like stuff in their ears because they're bleeding from their fucking shatter. And and the and the parent is like, my God. And they run over to you like, okay, okay, everyone thank please thank Mr. Mr. Avon Fair for you motherfucker! I was teaching them to expect Yeah, well that's great. Well I think the time is up. We need to get them to lunch in the infirmary. Let's go. Let's go. Everyone wave by, and all like three kids wave by, and Reggie is like holding both of his ears and still flipping you off. At the same time. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like pointing at Reggie, and I'm like, I got you. I got you motherfucker, you look like me, you assholes. <laughs> you gave him the paper clip. You did. What did you rock. expect? The rock. The rock. Gave him the rock. <laughs> Okay, I didn't expect him to injure all the kids. <laughs> <laughs> a good fairy can't help. Did he give no? <laughs> As they're escorting me out, right? Yeah. I look back. I'm like, remember, kids, you're in a constant state of being had. <laughs> Most important lesson of all. <laughs> Excellent.